to Tatum. Tatum off the bounce, stripped by Powell. Powell with one man to beat. Drives into Smart. Count it and the foul. Norman Powell banks it home and a chance for a three-point play. Celtics, you got to tell him there's no help sending him to his right. Send him middle and get help. Lowry falling away. Got it. Kyle Lowry drills the jumper and it's back to a four-point lead. Wow. Okay. Um. So I've already started recording. Yeah. I've yeah. realized that whenever we won in this series, it takes all of our mental toughness to like not break down and cry <laughs> during the game. After the game, I'm glad we won, but double overtime, my heart can't handle it. I it really can't handle it. And I, how are you guys, Jay, Dre? Are you guys alive? Yeah, how could you not be alive after that game? I mean, that's like a quadruple bypass, uh, either needed <laughs> or given. Um, so the Raptors, after two potential buzzer beater opportunities. From Siakam at the end of of, uh, regulation to Powell's three-point at the end of overtime, we went into double overtime, and oh my god, was this the kind of matchup that we expected for the entire series, where defensive stops all across the board, Lowry and Smart and Kemba going toe-to-toe with what they could pull off as charges and flops, and bodies flying guy, everywhere. Yeah, the big guys kicking and and elbowing Tatum, elbowing Siakam, kicking again. The the coaches bringing up their their challenges at the right time, figuring mm-hmm. out what matchups to create. This second overtime was a hungry Boston team trying to face the Heat and a Raptors team trying not to end their season in 2020 so what a hell of of an end of a game i gotta say that i should probably handle the twitter account for that's a wrap pod on on friday you <laughs> this series this i am three and oh in the series so i think by default the nine o'clock start time expect uh maybe not as funny tweets as jason not as as funny tweets as dre but uh i'm doing it for you guys i'm doing it for all your raptors fans who cares? Yeah, we want to win this game lock. seven. <laughs> talk about this. Talk about the superstitious too. You got Marcus all cutting his hair. Finally got going too after a rough start. Um, you got, <laughs> I guess, us going with Jay. I'm, I'm telling you, if we if slash when we win game seven, uh, I'm I'm giving it all reins to you, brother. And and also, just not forget, Norm Norm cut the beard, right? So ah, Norm did cut the beard. Playoff P came out with the playoff beard, and uh, that and I think that's probably where we should start, right? I mean, yeah, we we, we could Norman actually start Powell. every single playoff victory with something about Kyle Lowry, and with all due respect to the greatest Raptor of all time. I think we should start with Powell. How the heck? Where the heck has this Powell been all series long? Right? It's almost like he needed something to rattle him. And throughout the entire game, that was Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart kind of gets under the skin of everybody. But in this case, Norm Powell is not someone that could get phased, I guess. And then he took the challenge challenge head on, especially in that overtime when we scored 10 points in that second overtime. Like he went bonkers when it was called upon and it was a lot of minutes logged for all the starters except for except for marcus so who only at 15 but by the end of it it was just that really small lineup with og and in the center we got pascal with 54 minutes og 49 lowry 53 fred 50 and norman powell with a cool 38 but 
he kind of took it upon himself, like saying, hey, listen, we got us back into the game. Uh, we could have probably finished it off in the beginning or I guess the midway through the fourth quarter, but they couldn't. Uh, credit to Boston keeping it into the game, knowing that, you know, someone like Kyle Lowry, who's lost so many minutes throughout this entire series, Norm Powell took on the reins and the end ones, the uh, the three point in the corner, um, taking it upon himself to finish the game. And I'm, I'm so proud of him. And the fact that we finally got a playoff Powell that we've been waiting for. We've all been waiting for knowing that Powell has us in himself. So it's good to see 23 points, 38 minutes, eight for nine from the uh, free throw from the straight three from six from three point land. Wonderful, wonderful game by Powell. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, playoff Powell. Um, look, even when his shots weren't landing, we need that determination, the kind that has been wiped out from some of our players. Somebody like Powell just went ballistic. So what if he missed the shot at the end of the overtime? The fact that he took it and felt confident enough to take another and nail it in the double OT, that's what I'm talking about. Like Powell, Powell and OG are, are both so cold. Lowry, so cold. It doesn't matter what second we're at. They're always going full end-of-game mode, full savior mode, even if it's the first game of the series. So obviously when it's a situation like this, they come to play and they shine. And it's fantastic because it cleans up for a lot of the mistakes made by, you know, carelessness due to nerves, due to, uh, you know, panic. So somebody like Siakam, for instance who continuously got fish-hooked by, by the Celtics and baited into not mm-hmm. guarding the ball, taking on the double team, and having the ball batted away. This happened like three or four times that I counted, and probably more. You know, when, when Gasol had a shaky start of the game but ended up showing up, when uh, Van Fleet had a shaky start of the game but ended up showing up, but it doesn't matter. You need people who are going to show up regardless throughout. And we had three of them. Oh, four, technically, with Ibaka, who uh, didn't end up coming back, I'm guessing because his ankle was bothering him. Am I right? No, they want to stick with the small lineup. Okay. Mm. That small lineup um, is what, what kept us there in the fourth, and Nurse just yeah. stuck with it. Playing small is good, and I love seeing OG, OG at the five. I like it. So, like, if Gasol stays next year, if he doesn't, I hope we see OG at the five more often. He's really good at it. I also appreciate the uh, the Fred, uh, Kyle, and OG all trying to box out Tice because all three of them are you know relatively small, uh, especially for Kyle and Fred in their in their position. Tice is really not that big, so watching all everybody kind of lock in into uh, boxing out Tice was was really fun to watch. Yeah, he plays a lot bigger than he actually is. He's actually only six foot eight, so it's uh, it's amazing what Boston's been able to do and. You know, Nurse has been fighting the itch to, or fighting the urge to go small in the series. We saw a bit of that in, in in Game Five, as more of a desperation move. And Game Six, he went all for it. And the only way that that works, though, and this is why Nurse was hesitant to go to it, was that the small lineup involves Powell. And up until now, Powell hasn't done anything. So the fact that he was able to shine in that small lineup is going to do wonders for game seven because now yeah. nurse has another option right if if gasol you know thank the lord his his three started falling and his shot started falling that confidence is there 
but throw in the fact that we can now go small and he can take a, uh, a seat on the bench while Powell is playing the three and OG and Pascal are, are kind of holding it down low. I'm fine with that. And, you know, we saw, I don't know, I lost count, four, maybe five Daniel Tice alley-oops there in the, well, uh, in the, in the second series. half. In the series, we've seen over 10, but like today, that seems to be a go-to move that we just cannot stop. And that's that's why we think he's so tall, because he, he's continuously grabbing the ball above him from either Kemba or Tatum and slamming it down. That's why we think he's tall, because he's constantly in the air. Yeah, he definitely plays a lot bigger than his size indicates. But I think that, I guess the question to you guys is, if if we're giving up these layups or sorry these these alley oops to Tice or you know where he's really positioned well down low, but at least we're not giving up corner threes. I I would mm-hmm. take that payoff, right? It's either one or the other because either we're running out to the corner and having him lobbed and, and he and he accepts it and he dunks it, or we leave the wing open and we get a three. Unfortunately, that's our biggest gaffe, and I don't know if we've really figured it out yet. We just have to pray that they don't make it, which they don't make threes as often as he makes alley-oops, clearly. Yeah, and, and those threes were definitely falling. Both teams hit 19 three-pointers, which is an incredible number, which made this game even that much more exciting to watch. But specifically yeah. for the Celtics, I don't know what the exact numbers were, but it seems like I would guess something like 15 of their 19 three-pointers were from the corner. It was incredible what they what they were yeah. able to do there. And um yeah, that's that's really what kept them um, ahead at most times, but but really in this game. Also, we can't not talk about our Lord and Savior Kyle Lowry. We have the to. greatest Raptor of all time. The we greatest Raptor of all minutes, time. <laughs> Thirty-three points, eight assists, uh, six assists, eight rebounds, and the the biggest number uh, that I thought was amazing is that he played both overtimes with five fouls. Oh that's yeah, that's incredible. right mentality and the fact that he also stripped that ball from uh Jalen Brown to I think it was in the end of the yeah. first uh overtime. Yeah. Uh it's just the the mentality of knowing that you have to play, you know, solid defense and not, you know, reach for no reason. You have to play with your legs. And he he logged in 53 minutes, man. That's that's freaking let me do some, you know, quick math. That's five more minutes than an entire game. But <laughs> you know at the same I mean? time, like, it doesn't even look like he did. And you know Kyle Lowry had a hell of a game. When out of all people, Paul Pierce shouts him out on Twitter. You know he had a hell of a game when Paul Pierce mm-hmm. shouts you out. And he is the most notorious Raptor hater of all time. Of all time. Toronto Raptors showing why they were champs. Wow, props to Kyle Lowry, heart of a champ. Boston, going to have to earn this from Paul Pierce himself. You know, the the number one thing I actually wanted to point out, though, is we held Kemba Walker to five points. That's Two for incredible. 11 shooting, one for six from three point. You know that Kemba Walker uh, is a Raptor killer. He is in a fantastic, fantastic player. Uh, and th- the fact that he's getting the shine, he knows this is his spot. This is his time. So the fact that we got him to five points. That's one of the biggest reasons why we won. I get it. We, you know, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, I'm, 29, 30, respectively, uh, Tice with 18. But to keep Kemba Walker at five points. In a double um, OT. That's fantastic. In a double, In double OT. OT exactly, exactly. That's pretty bad. Yeah, and let's continue the uh, surprising numbers here. If you guys were to guess, uh, between the two teams, the two highest plus minus, who do you think they would have been? I'll, I'll tell you right now, you'll get them wrong. 
I'm uh, gonna say Lowry for the Raptors, Tice for Celtics. I'm actually gonna okay. guess OG for the Raptors, and um, well, I was gonna guess Brown, but I guess it's not Brown. So the two were at plus eight, Matt Thomas in his six minutes. Whoa! What? And number one at a plus twelve, Pascal Siakam. So this is <laughs> what you're gonna hear. You are gonna hear that Siakam. You know, didn't show up in game six. He only had 12 points. He shot five of 19. But you are listening to the wrong information. This man was an absolute beast on defense. He kept drawing and kicking. Mm-hmm. The six assists are, in a, are, are a testament to that. Every time on the defensive end, he was a menace to either Tatum or Brown or whoever he got switched on to. Kemba, he was outstanding. And he was uh, that transitional uh, star whenever Lowry had his couple of seconds of break. So uh, I think that he's going to still get some flack for quote unquote Mm -hmm. not showing up, but I think the plus 12 indicates something. It indicates that he's not a minus and he did actually show up. Uh, So I'm hoping that that's something of a a jumping off point. And hopefully we see, you know, a couple more points on the board, but still like the defensive um, effort was there that just wasn't there in game five. And, I, I can't wait to see how he performs in Game 7. Well, it's fantastic yeah. because clearly, as he, we have said and he has said, he hasn't touched the ball in the entire shutdown, so three months. So his offense has been off, and his shooting of threes, he's got to stop. He is not Tatum. He is not Curry. He's got to stop. However, that's on ball. Off ball is what you're saying. The defense, that's not necessarily something you lose if you're committed like he is. So maybe his ball handling, his his shooting is off, but he's still showing up. He's still putting in the work. You know, maybe he's shaking up, but he knows what his role is and he knows what he's doing. So as bad as it looks for Siakam, we can't lose hope because there's still a wise player there. There's still the MIP of last year, possibly could have been twice over this year, depending on how things went. I mean, he was in the top 10 for voting. Yeah, I think we he have like a hell of a star here. Yeah, we have a hell of a player here. The problem is, I, I, I think he gets pigeonholed. Yeah, I think he just gets pigeonholed. Uh, not a pigeonholed. The expectations for him are a lot higher when, in actuality, he's maybe uh, uh, a half step below OG as the team's top defender, which is uh, uh, quite an accomplishment. But he's significantly mm-hmm. better than OG offensively, so the expectation is much higher. Whereas if they come up with the same offensive line, it seemed like a either a really solid game for Ananobi or a really bad game for Siakam. When in actuality, you know they they both contributed so well defensively that it, it uh, you know kind of masks what they were able to contribute uh, offensively, or at least gives you a distorted image of that. So uh, yeah. kudos to Siakam. This whole team really stepped up. I can't talk enough about this. Uh, uh, we've had we've seen a game from Kyle Lowry. We've seen a game of OG. We've seen a game from Norm Powell. We're at game seven. We have yet to see an offensively led game from Pascal. So mm-hmm. the testament to the Raptors to sticking in in there. The Jay, you tweeted us out, man. You can't you can't doubt a heart of a champion. And I feel like these guys played their entire hearts out. And I feel like the same as in last year when we were facing Milwaukee, and we were down 0-2. And we went to double overtime as well. It was the, kind of the same effort. You got the players diving into the floor. You got you got them playing fifty three minutes, fifty four minutes uh, for this game, and and still getting those three pointers, still getting to the rim, still boxing out as much as they can. And I just love the the heart, even if it was 
knock on wood a loss right if we if we the season has have ended i would have been very happy with this effort the fact that we came out with the win i'm just happy that this series is deservingly going to a game seven and look at how this game ended as well like not even just the playing and the scoring and the tying it ended with marcus smart losing his marbles trying to trying to trash talk the raptors and i don't know if either of you guys saw this but I love this bubble cam, which can get really into the action. Nick Nurse mm-hmm. pointing backwards saying, go to the lockers. F*** him. Go to the lockers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, totally did. You saw it. Started. I saw it too. That is that is yeah. how the transition to game seven mode has started. It's with, well, okay, the rest of the Celtics, you know, gave their socially distanced high fives, you know, positive words, went to the locker room. But it started with, with smart smart not being smart and the raptors basically saying let's not talk to this guy pal don't give him the time of day we conserve this energy and we make this a game seven of game sevens let's do this mm-hmm. absolutely jay any more uh last thoughts no uh i know I, I i don't have the numbers in front of me but i imagine the celtics are going to start off as the favorite anything can happen in a game seven if the threes fall like any way it did today then, you know, you, you you can't count out these Raptors, right? And like we've always said, this defense will always keep us in any game. If the shots start to fall, as it did today, then look out. I think the Celtics put everything out on the floor to try to eliminate us. They're going to be deflated. What we saw at the end of Game 7 is indicative of what's going to... Sorry, at the end of Game 6 is indicative of what's going to happen in Game 7. The Celtics look frustrated. They kind of gave their all. They thought this was their chance to eliminate the champs. And they failed. And you saw the frustration in, Mar- in Marcus Smart's uh, end of game reaction. You saw it in how Nurse was telling his boys, you know, let's move on. And that's where we are right now. And in a, in a winner take all, if the, the defense continues to show up as it is for the Raptors, and if the shots start to fall like it did even close to what it was today, then look out because these Raptors are now one game away from eliminating their arch rival. And come nine o'clock on Friday, I will be there to tweet not just for this, not just for this, this podcast, but for all you Raptors fans, if it's a, any any form of good luck. <laughs> and Jay, if you wanted to buzz your head too, go for it, man. <laughs> oh, I'm already there. I already gave myself buzz cat, so I'm good. <laughs> there you go. But there it is, man. So if you think back, we would have been easily down 0-3 without that OG miracle shot. Yeah. But look at us now, 3-3 going to game seven deservingly so a lot of people including myself and i feel all of us too thought that this was going to go down to seven and here you have it game seven friday night 9 p.m eastern standard time make sure to follow us on twitter at that's rap pod before after and during the game especially jay is going to be there he's going to be our lucky charm hopefully we get this win out so we can face the miami heat in the conference battle but until then breathe it in raptors fans breathe it in game seven coming at you until then that's a bread. And that was a flop. Marcus Smart. <laughs> oh, I missed the post the post pod reaction.